0: podcast you kind of put on I mean the audiobook did you put on a little I am doing my voice now
1: I I think uh, maybe at the beginning I found it incredibly difficult to not self-edit constantly I would say a sentence and I'd be like no that wasn't quite right I can do that better and then I would go back but and then you get no progress you just then you make no no progress at all you actually just have to stop interrupting the flow and just go with it so I think probably past the first chapter which I then did again at the end when I was more comfortable um, it was all pretty much my own voice. Um BB did the audiobook for my
0: novel. Um and she's already got lots of lovely I mean, my agent was just so sweet about it. Really? Yeah, she listened last night. She's like, You've
1: got to listen. I'm still too scared to listen, but I am going to You don't you honestly don't have to. I did let I let Horatia listen to a chapter that they sent me when I was worried about my voice, but and I listened to it back on my headphones. <laughs> hated it. I was like, oh my god, I've done too much now to actually go back and change it. And then I listened to it again with somebody else there, with Rachel there. And I was like, God, that actually sounds really good. It's so weird if you watch something with someone, because I did
0: exactly the same for Sunrise for the harrowing edit of that, um, for the last two weeks. And on at first I just watched it on my own. And then it was kind of the deadline was approaching and I, I had to watch it. And so Alfie was with me. And it was like I was watching something different. I yeah. was like, I must be watching
1: a different p- someone else. Exactly. I think it's probably because it suddenly becomes real when you're there with somebody else, whereas when you're listening to something on your own or watching something on your own, um, you're just like hypocritical. But also
0: when you've gone past the point where you can actually adapt and change things, and you, it's it's just necessary to make a decision and say yes or no rather than kind of go back and change huge yeah, parts of exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. It's um, it's it's way easier to be like, yeah, that will do. that will do and (laughs) to
1: realize that like these minute changes that you would probably make and that you would think would be huge changes aren't going to make any kind of a difference no so once I got into the flow of it I loved it and I wrote a little thing on patreon about it but it was just honestly one of the most wonderful experiences I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it I can't tell if it's because I love the book so much I think it's quite an intimate thing to do because you're Especially in the little cocoon you were in, yeah, it's just it's your space, yeah. And I just felt like the best part of acting is when you are really doing it. Like the stuff around it, when you're waiting, or you have to get up really early, or you're getting dressed, or like, you know, any of those bits. Like some of that can be fun, some of it can be really boring. But the the part of acting that makes it really really great is when you're actually like performing lines or scenes that you really enjoy, and you get to like play. I just said play. Play. I just said play. Please forgive me. I didn't mean like you get to it. Play. I don't mean play. <laughs> That's I'm not true. that kind of a person. But when you get to like just be silly. I'm just silly. gonna stop. Silly. I'm just gonna stop trying to find that be word. Silly and play. Um. Uh. But <laughs> it was like for three days. Okay. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. You fucking assholes. Shut up. I'm not like I'm an actor. I don't play. Okay. Keep it loose. I <laughs> perform. Okay. I perform my craft. You become um, you become the character. Yes. And um, I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I read I read the words on the
1: page. No, I, I, I literally be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a beer. A you beer. are a beer. Yeah. You're not like a Meryl Streep or a Kate Winslet, who me and she have now decided there are two categories of actor, mm-hmm. beers or actors, you know? And you're a beer. What's Kate Winslet? Oh she's an actor. actor. She's and an what's actor. Meryl Streep. Actor. Actor, actor. So who's a beer? A beer. Who would a good example yeah, of a beer uh, be? Uh, Ryan Robert Pitt. De Niro. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling oh, is such a beer. Robert De Niro. Robert beer. De Niro. But what about a woman though? Let me think of a beer a who's beer. a woman. Judy Dench. Uh, no, she's an actress. Judy Dench, I would say, is an actor.
0: All no. that
1: lot. The old lot who are already. There's something about like raunchy type people. Olivia it's Coleman? like Beer. Olivia Colman is a beer. Absolutely, beer. Oh, she's what? a beer. Did you know
0: that she's in? Um, because I've just rewatched the entire series of the Office
1: series. Yes. She's in the yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love and that. And she's episode. exactly as she is exactly. forever. So she is a beer. And beers tend to have slightly less range. Mm. Like Meryl Streep can be a million different people, but she's acting in every role that she does. Mm. Acting amazingly, but you can tell that she's acting. Americans Whereas there's some. Is more, Americans are more beers. More actors, and, British are more and British are more actors. But I would say that you're a beer. And I try and be a beer too. You're mm. a beer because I'm not trained. Because I'm not trained. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, babe, for the reminder. The Thank part. you for reminding me that I am an unskilled, <laughs> unemployed. <laughs> actress um anyway uh reading it for three days it just felt like I had so much power but also just so much freedom to just like do it it was like all of the best parts without any of the shitty parts yeah and I got to wear the same thing every day and I just got to turn up and do it and it was in my control and it was scary but like you had trusted me with it and I loved the source material so much plus it was so personal and beautiful it was a wonderful experience. And it was such a high that I then felt so depressed all weekend.
0: Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I
1: was like, I'm just not going to ever get to do that again.
0: Yes, you will. Well, I, I hope you might, so. You might reach the dizzying heights that I've reached with audiobooks by, you know, narrating children's books. That like, would be a dream.
1: Come true. I
0: mean, it isn't quite the same children's books. So you do have to do more accents. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was quite decided- clear with BB. I don't do any accents. Yeah, and you told me
1: not to do any yeah, accents. Yeah, no. I,
0: d- I, d- I hope you didn't do any accents. I didn't. Oh my God.
1: You did one chapter, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no accents, BB. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We didn't throw anything in there. But um, no, that was that was wonderful. We had
0: a great time with that. Yeah, we? it's been. It's just been quite an intense period of time because I think everything is i'm kind of thinking right okay once the book is out i can have a break but now i'm thinking maybe i'm not the type of person that's ever gonna feel like they can have a break like yesterday um alfie's finally doing gigs again thank god Mm -hmm. um and he's gone away to liverpool and it was just me and the baby while they were at school and i did have things to do but baby is quite demanding so i i ended up just uh walking around Westfield with him and I bought five ceramic bowls. Nice. I don't need them.
1: You I mean you actually are someone that could do with more bowls. So I'm not gonna I'm not I gonna do need more bowls and I, I I
0: after reading this book recently I've decided I, I'm getting rid of all plastic, which is a shame because I bought quite a few plastic bottles now, especially the reflux bottles. They don't do them in glass, so mm-hmm. I am slightly fucked. But um, yeah, I, I bought I bought a new I bought like three new toys for the baby. He doesn't need new toys. I I, I didn't and I it's not like I I needed any of this stuff but I just was quite thrown by the time suddenly in the freedom and I tried to lean into just you know being with the baby all day without being with, I mean I'm with the baby all day every day usually but I'm usually trying to do a million other things um and I found it really difficult so I'm really going to try doing that more once the book is out just you know enjoy being with the baby
1: well maybe <laughs> oh, that was a big noise sorry, sorry. <laughs> It's so funny because it's so ironic. Because what I was about to say was about breathing techniques, and I clearly do not possess any of them. But it was something me and Horatio have been doing recently is he was Don't told you have been doing breathing exercises together. Mm, yeah. Oh my god! I didn't think I was going to be that kind of a person, but a friend of his said that she has like changed her life through something called transcendental meditation, which we're not doing. We tried that one video, and I didn't. Mm, I wasn't so into that. But a part of it, or something that supplements it, is uh, a breathing technique called the Wim Hof technique. Method. Anyway, um, it's this gorgeous, like Nordic, deep sounding man who you just imagine as looking like, you know, white beard and like like a big Trojan, basically the Neptune king of the sea. He climbed Everest in his shorts. He climbed Everest in his <laughs> shorts. <laughs> and he holds the world record for being able to hold his breath underwater for the longest time. It's just like a ten minute video and um you just breathe in and out, breathe in and out, and he just tells you what to do. Controlled hyperventilation. And it is just amazing because if you're feeling really stressed out about something or you want to focus on a big task or whatever, you just do the ten minute video lying down and when you finish it you feel so restored and so like in tune with your um oh, that's so your good. body. Um, I do remember another one of my, you know, four
0: celebrity facts that I can't ever get out of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Kira Knightley. She has to remind herself to breathe.
1: Oh God, of course she does she such does. a busy life. She has to remind herself to breathe. Exactly.
0: Poor Kira. God, Kira, how do you keep it all together? I did watch Pirates of the Caribbean recently. Donnie's getting through the pirates, and uh, her performance is pretty spectacular. Really? No, I, I mean, I'm being a bit. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. Oh,
1: Kira. Kira, 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 with your weird small upper body. You <laughs> know, don't do... That's like, that's bullying. You can't that's... do that. Sorry. She is categorically one of the most beautiful women in the world. Plus, she's famed for her beauty. She's been cast in a million things because of her beauty. I can say that she's got like a weirdly small it's upper very, body. It's very small. It's so like narrow and sexy. She's a pair. She's a pair. She's a big old pair. She's...
0: <laughs> she's a very small pair. It's, it's very, very, Like She's
1: like. A- like she's like a mutant pear that like you can hold like a no, like an a upside pear. down
0: candy floss no she's one of the country pears you know just get off a little tree just like it's not fully ready yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not ripe yet it's, it's not, not right but she's ripe now because she's a mother so she's ripened mm-hmm. and she's kind of been in hiding
1: yeah she really has been occasionally when you see like a paparazzi photo of her you're like oh i'm so glad that is. you're still doing you're
0: still doing well
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Um what were we saying? We've kind of gone off track with Kira Knightley
1: being having a small upper body. Oh <laughs> it's funny though. It's funny. <laughs> oh, it's God. like it's gorgeous, but it's weird. <laughs> what? Oh God.
0: What's your other celebrity <laughs> Oh, my oh. other celebrity fact, <laughs> um is is well is obviously my Kate Hudson one how she has to here, he'll go back to sleep just ignore him don't look at him don't look at him and they will go back to sleep don't look at him don't look at him um is Kate Hudson needs to have a uh she had she can have make a cup of tea last all day oh, because yes. she just forgets where it is no Jesse, we have said that before I know You're exactly crazy. he just asked me he's asking me for my top four celebrity facts
1: and it's a cup of coffee it's a cup of black no it's coffee. not it's a cup of tea BB it's a cup of tea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I'll no, it's Nicole Richie. It's Nicole Richie. No, no,
0: j- I'm not talking about Nicole Richie right now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty about... sure
1: Nicole Richie is the one with the black coffee. Oh, right. Okay. Nicole well. Richie is the one with the black coffee. I think they both actually shared. How the same do they have such fact. white
0: teeth? Anyway, just the black coffee stains the teeth. Anyway, um, the other one is that Courtney Cox and Rachel from Friends. I mean Jennifer Aniston um, had the same Cobb salad every day on the set of Friends. No, not that one. But that's a good one. I'm just just. Uh, it was that they both did a diet um, of just baby food, little baby jars, <laughs> just little, the baby food diet.
1: Oh my god! So they would eat me. little jars of yeah. just, that would yeah. be their
0: lunch. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I just started being like, I'm sorry, I'm just going <laughs> to have my lunch, my four to six months smooth puree, simply oh. sweet potato from the Sainsbury's Little Ones range. That's my idea of a nightmare. Um, I think it was more Rachel, rather. I mean, um, sorry, Jennifer Aniston, because you <laughs> hate me. It seems, it seems
1: like I'm trying to have a power play with Jennifer Aniston. Um, mm. Do you know it's something that's upsetting? Um, you know how I told you in an episode or two back about the millennial, zillennial, Generation Z, Zuma divide, mm-hmm. and about how pe- younger people find millennials embarrassing? for certain cringy things. Yeah. And I've never associated you as a millennial, particularly because you don't really have any of those habits. You're not like at brunch being like, oh, I'm a girl boss or anything like that. You're not that kind of person. But um, I'm apparently- not a girl boss. Apparently um, friends, apparently liking the show Friends makes you a really cringe millennial. And I, I'm a Zoomer and I love Friends. I think the Friends. I is think, like think one that's of the best written circles.
0: shows. I think if you're your age and you like Friends, it's cool. But yeah. if you're my age,
1: you just you you liked Friends when it was out. Yes, and you don't and like you it. And you still like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to be. You're supposed to like it ironically because it's dated. But I still think categorically that some of the storylines in Friends and the writing is just exemplary. Oh my god, the episodes are brilliant. The other thing that I've been watching um, lately is uh
0: again, because Alfie hasn't seen it, is Motherland. Mm-hmm. And the first time I watched it, I was like, it was brilliant. The second time I watched it, I, I honestly they the episodes are so well done. Mm-hmm. But it's great watching Motherland because they're all so frantic the entire time and I just kind of feel quite smug watching it and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm frantic but I'm not that frantic. <laughs> you should really, really watch it. It's yeah great. no I
1: should, I should, shouldn't I? So Jesse did a photo shoot. I did. Do you want to tell us about your toy? Do you want to hold him, Horatio, just for a second?
0: Just because I feel like you're going to take the centre stage, aren't you? Let me just get him a toy. Oh, I've got another stamp of
1: fat. Yeah, because
0: he said four, so I was like, four. Yeah. Hi, Ten. They're good out. Oh, good colours blue and orange.
1: Oh, my God. Hi.
0: Oh, okay. Um, my other number four celebrity fact is, that I just can't get out of my head is that Hugh Jackman, when he wakes up in the morning, he turns to his wife, gives her a kiss, then he goes downstairs, makes her a cup of tea, then goes back upstairs and they both read. He reads to her. <laughs> He reads to her for half an hour every morning.
1: He reads, he to, reads her. to her. Does she know how to read?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they just, it's like a lovely couple's activity. That
1: sounds Rather than horrendous. fucking, they just read, he reads if, to her. If she tried to read to me, I would leave, I would leave him.
0: Sometimes Alfie does try to read me poetry and I really struggle, Fuck really that. struggle. It's
1: suspicious. It is suspicious when a man tries to read something out to you. I feel like they're, <laughs> they're trying to steal something from you or they're like, they're, they're, there's an ulterior motive there.
0: I quite like the idea and he, uh, Alfie thought it was a really lovely thing to do but obviously we don't sleep together in the same bed so it would involve me getting out of bed and going upstairs to wake him up mm. to read to him which feels a bit elaborate mm. um, but yeah they're my top four celebrity
1: facts. Those are pretty good facts to be fair, you got a nice, you covered actually a, a nice range of celebrities. So baby food, reading in the morning, Kate Hudson's cup, uh, what was my fourth one?
0: No, they will come back to me. That one obviously did get on my brain. Mm, slip right under. Anyway, so I'm on the cover of a magazine, BB.
1: Oh my goodness man. I'm on the
0: cover of a magazine. I'm not going to say which magazine, but I can assure you it's not a big one. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> You're not going to see it.
0: No, I think you will see it, but it's not like Cosmopolitan. You know, I'm not there. Imagine I Imagine if Jesse was on <laughs> the cover of Cosmopolitan. <laughs> one day I will be on the front of Cosmopolitan magazine, okay? And I'll be talking about my sex life. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 50 tips to give him a great blowjob. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I had to do a photo shoot and it was very... Mm. You're comfortable in front of the camera, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to say to my publicist, I said, "Um, just say, I don't smile and I I don't do facial expressions. And she was very supportive. Um, But it was quite... I I find it really exhausting, Mm -hmm. really exhausting.
1: Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because you're like being preened and prodded and and yet it's just to stand there. It's just to stand there. And whatever. You're a clothes horse. I think so much work goes into it that when you realise that you just have to stand there and make the photo look good, it's actually a weird amount of responsibility. But at the same time, it's not really about you. It's just it, not about
0: you. The like, they set the up everything. It's like with filming. They set up everything and then you come and you do your lines and you walk off. It's even it's even worse than that because you just stand there and then you just
1: pivot. I'm ter- I'm honestly terrible at taking terrible. photos. What terrible. kind of poses did you do? I just did this. Jessie's giving a very neutral expression if you're listening you don't get the pleasure of looking at her face. I tried <laughs> to
0: keep my ma- mouth closed and I said no teeth. No, I don't want my teeth being seen in public. No. Um... And I tried to look whimsical, ethereal, and bland, mm-hmm. My, which is quite a good description for my personality, I, I oh, feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was quite weird. I think it's the only thing that I will do that is ever, like, I don't think that will happen again. So I had to kind of lean into it. And also, I said lean in too many times. It's because I watched it in um, Motherland. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> um. So... Yeah, I had to wear really fancy clothes and they hired glasses for me, vintage glasses. And it was quite embarrassing because they didn't realise that I'm not wearing glasses like this. I'm, I, I'm, I need glasses. Oh,
1: I see. So they were non-prescription? Yeah. Oh my so God.
0: I, well, obviously they're non-prescription because they can't, you know, afford to get them my prescription. But it was really funny because then I had to just kind of like not see all day. So I couldn't see what I looked like. Um, Did you tell them? Yeah, I told them, and that the, the, they were beautiful vintage glasses, which is cool. But I, it was like I was playing a character of myself. Yeah, and also it's just so funny because I was wearing such extreme clothes mm-hmm. that again the costume it just I just kind of felt like a weird heightened version of myself.
1: That's so fashion cool, is though. so weird. Fashion is just so like. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I fully now have accepted I've got past that age where I could cultivate a healthy interest in fashion. I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: It's just amazing. I, I The joy for items of, you know, of, of accessories yeah. and a certain type of s- trouser. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do quite like how, how specific it is. Mm-hmm. And I would quite.
1: I think I could get into it. People that are doing fashion that are in kind of like photography or fashion or anything like along those lines they tend to be very cool sharp funny people yeah you know because and I respect them because they spend their whole day doing something that I know nothing about and that I don't have much of an interest in but they are so knowledgeable and it's so specific and they're passionate but also seemingly quite functional they're not like Hersha, can you just but um No, it was a joke, it that was a joke. That was um, a joke. <laughs> but um, they are able to dedicate themselves to something really special. And no- they don't have like the kind of whimsical, uh, annoying kind of neur- neuroticism that like people in creative industries have, like acting and uh, singing mm. or writing or anything like that. They're like more functional. They functional real, and also pragmatism. Eat- Oh, they no. could be fucking horrible, sure. No, but like... I,
0: well, I think you can tell a stylish person when the details, uh, like, so they might be wearing quite bland colours, say, but then they've got, like, a very specific type of sock with mm. that shoe, mm-hmm. or it's... They're a just belt. Yeah. A... They might be wearing a belt. They've got a bag. <laughs> they got a bag on them. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very... You, you you think, oh, they look normal. They look like they're just going to the shop, whatever. But then you look at their their tote bag and it's like actually an expensive tote bag. It's not a free one oh, yeah, from Claire's yeah, Accessories. Oh yeah, yeah. Or- they've got,
1: they got details that match. They've got a belt that matches their bag <laughs> and a belt buckle on a shoe. And it just all looks great. And yeah. I wish, I wish that I could put it off. But I think also not having the body type of a lot of the kind of mm. things that fa- fashion is modeled on um, it, you know, they just kind of it, stuff doesn't tend to look as good on But me. I'm just so relieved because it was a really
0: nice um, magazine that is done a thing about sunset, and it's it was good taste. They got good taste, and it's just the clothes weren't tiny; they fit me, and it was just so nice to feel comfortable doing something and to, for them kind of. Um, Embracing my style and yeah. stuff and being and, and just being nice to me, whereas so much of my career I've I felt that I've had to put Change on a different yourself. type of yeah. outfit or like squeeze into these jeans. Do you remember we once did a photo shoot um, where they tried to put me in capri trousers? Oh my god, yeah. and I broke down mm. and I mm. said, I'm not wearing capri just because I found it so awkward wearing jeans. I oh just my can't god. Wear and jeans. I remember,
1: God, and that was when my acne was so bad. And they were, like, trying to put all this makeup <laughs> on me. And it just just like, fucking <laughs> and awful. And do you remember in the final shot, I'm actually, I'm,
0: I'm just covering myself in one of my in one of my pieces of material.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just doing this, like I'm it? doing right
0: now, but, like, with a huge piece of material just to hide my body. We're not naturals behind the camera, no. that's to say. No, 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 just no, no, no. I don't think I'm natural in front of the camera either. Um, I do quite often, like, find myself...
1: No, you're a beer. You're a beer. I'm Come a beer. I'm we've already be-er. we've okay, already we've established, established, established that. that. Yeah, I'm a beer. You're a beer and you just got a bee behind the camera.
0: But it was nice because obviously everyone was um like wearing face masks and stuff during the photo shoot. But um it was it was kind of we were out in a house and it was it was kind of normal. Really? Yeah, it was weird. And and also I went to the pub, you babysat? I did, I babysat for Jesse and Alfie
1: as they had a lovely romantic evening. Our brothers pub.
0: just had a baby and he WhatsApped us in outside a pub with their baby like within two weeks of the baby being alive they had managed to go out they had managed to nail parenting Mm -hmm. to such an extent that they were able to go out with the baby asleep and have a beer and I looked at this photo and I I got hot with rage the fact that I've never managed to do I've never even just managed to go out for a drink with Alfie whilst you know just just one
1: drink it's always been like you like you, you either like make a, a huge night of it where you'll ba- where we'll be ba- sitting all night and that you plan everything for that thing you've never been able to just go out for a casual no let's just pop out no so I was very happy to yeah. step in
0: obviously it didn't work out because it was raining mm. and it wasn't particularly a nice warm evening so no. I was sh- I was uh, my feet did take a long time to thaw it took mm. a couple of days actually but um, I did drink alcohol and it what'd was quite have? nice what'd you have I had well I had <laughs> should I, should I, I was. <laughs> Even walking into this pub in the outside area, I just felt like I was going to get told off for being a fraud. Imposter
1: syndrome. Yeah, and
0: obviously I'll have a drink of alcohol, please. So everybody out there, like they got greeted by the maitre d' or whatever, but Mm. we just managed to go and I was like, I never even get looked at in a pub. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm invisible. Anyway, um, I chose badly. I had a a bloody Mary. (laughs) What? What?
1: You had a you had a bloody Mary? Are you a psychopath? a bloody mary in my life <laughs> and I is that like, how unused you were to just, literally just being out and having choice i was so confused i was like bloody mary bloody mary's look de- disgusting degoutant it, it, it but it was horrible so i didn't really drink why it are you drinking why are you drinking that why are you drinking some soup? and then I,
0: <laughs> and then Yuck. i had an april spritz
1: an apple spritz, That's and then a I got like it.
0: very drunk very quickly.
1: On those two drinks? No, On I didn't even have. Child no, I didn't
0: even have a blood. I didn't even have any of the blood Mary. I had a sip, so I just had an apple spritz and then a sip of another apple spritz, and I was hammered. Wow! Couldn't stop shivering. <laughs> you are a fun gal to take out. Alfie aren't you? had a good time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Alfie has this awful thing now, which I think is a lockdown um, hangover of drinking as much as he can within an hour mm-hmm. because he feels like he's got to you know break free from yeah. something so he he drank he drank a lot within that hour and
1: well i think also because there's less there's there's less like um activity and like you know stuff to stimulate us a uh, one way to get stimulated is to drink and become intoxicated so it makes sense that you would like squeeze that all into one hour um in order to just like get more effects from how fun it is the feeling of getting drunk but so he was having a great time. So he was having an old blast. Mm-hmm. You were hammering Shivering. tits. I had to go to BrewDog and eat a
0: shared portion of buffalo cauliflower.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds like a wild night out in the town. <laughs> Sounds like you painted it red. The sweet potato fries highlight my evening. <laughs> and I was looking after your kids and I just was like, I've looked after them. This guy. He was so sweet up until the moment that you left. He was very, very sweet in the bath and everything like that. But then the second it got down to it and he was asleep and the kids were kind of getting into bed and everything like that, he started howling with an, like an inhuman level scream. He's very loud. And it wouldn't stop. I walked him up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs, trying to make him feel better. And it was just that when you guys finally came back, seeing you, he just felt so completely different. Yeah, and it was beautiful to see your connection. It made you know, me feel very bad about my capabilities, but no, it it's was just so because beautiful. Lately, he's
0: now getting to the age where he knows I'm his mum. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, he was too young to, you know, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't have done that a couple of months ago, um, and he didn't. But he, he, now, it's only when that kind of thing happens that I do think, oh good, oh good. He loves me. all of the work I'm putting in. Is actually, I should be his favourite. Yeah, so if now... I'm not his favourite, that would be perverse of him. Yeah, and he is the loudest baby. He's the loudest in baby in the world. the world. And so I've never bought stuff for babies before. With Donnie and Margot, I just kind of, you know, we just, I don't know, we just didn't buy very much. With 10, I have been a sucker for the um, the toys where make which do make life easier. So the bouncy thing. Oh my God, that has changed that. my life. He's basically like a trampoline with all of these, you know things around him that he can pull and play with. And he he goes crazy
1: in it. He loves that. Just, I, I would love that. I would have it. an adult version of that, to be honest. But it's not like it was that
0: expensive. And I thought, oh no, I can't spend 60 pounds on something because um, that's too much money. And it's like, it's been worth the money just in, oh my God, just Every the respect. best use of money I've ever ever done. Wow. Ever done. Does that make sense of the sentence? As Doesn't spend. really matter. I'm not writing a book anymore. So <laughs> fuck
1: it, <laughs> fuck it. Um, how do you think you want to spend the summer? You know, so going to sp- be out. Like, wh- what are you going to do? Where, where are you going to be? Are you going to go on holiday? Are you gonna- well, I think
0: I am going to go on holiday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to go abroad as a family. Um, w- which- Does that actually me? No, okay. I'm sorry. Um, it could actually, but I don't think so. Anyway, um, I think that we might go abroad. I think that would be a huge thing for me because I, it just stresses me out in the same
1: sentence. But yeah, we might
0: go abroad if we're allowed.
1: What are the kids like though when they go away somewhere?
0: Well, no, the only experience we've ever had is when Donnie was 18 months, I was pr- six months pregnant with Margot. Um, we went to this place where they had a, it was like a house within... Okay, 10, you're going to have to be quiet now. Shush. Yeah? So wow. the only time you've ever, okay. So the only time you've ever been away is when Donnie was 18 months, Margot was six months. We went to a, stay in a house in Greece where I had a gym, uh, like for the complex, a gym that had barely really been used, and they had a water fountain. You know how you get in an office, like you can just get, like, it's a water dispenser thing? Yeah. And you know how some of them have a hot... Like, but it's never hot water.
1: Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. And what? Was it's like the a red, wa- blue, or red. Oh, I guess for like tea or coffee.
0: Okay. Well, that's two steps on from where I was at. I was like, oh, it's never hot. Yeah. Donnie, 18 months, tiptoes up to it. As a, I was like, oh, we're just doing a walk before we have bath time and bedtime. I was trying to like, you know, uh, stimulate him, mm-hmm. and um, he puts the hot water one on, obviously, and it goes just straight over his hand his skin on his index finger just comes off it very nearly could have gone on his face and just ruined his face um, and I was heavily pregnant we were down half a cliff and I had to just start wailing screaming Alfie couldn't hear me walk all the way back up this cliff to get back to the house um, we were at the top of a mountain so the nearest A&E in Greece was like an hour driveway it was possibly the worst experience one of the worst experiences of my life and it was all my fault because I just thought oh it's not gonna it didn't look like hot water it was a water dispenser. it was I just don't know if even... it didn't have a sign saying caution very hot water it didn't it's have not a caution. Fault. yeah but it's... I mean it might have but I didn't see it yeah 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 it's one of those situations I don't think it did actually and it was it just looked like cold water and you know how we had just been at a pond and he'd been playing with water so he'd just seen this water Anyway, it was just a nightmare. My
1: God! So that's the
0: only family holiday experience we've had, and I've kind of, I have, I have literally been burnt from that. Mm -hmm. And I guess we've taken them to Edinburgh. um,
1: And he got burnt there. He got burnt in Edinburgh too. He had a, he pulled a a kettle of, (laughs) of hot water onto his chest.
0: Yeah, so Donny has got bad luck with burning and it still, it still is traumatic for me to even think about. So uh, the idea of going away and not being in control of like appliances and stuff
1: is just terrifying. But I think it like comes down to the fact that because you just have a mindset where you you have to do a million things all the time and you're constantly trying to like, you know, work to be the best mother that you can and work to be the best professional that you can and do all of this stuff. Going on holiday with them feels like you're saying, I... I deserve to have a nice time and a relaxing time with my family. I deserve to just like be able to not have all of the responsibilities that I normally have at home. That's like a that's quite a big step. Oh know? no, no, but
0: I'm not. I'm not thinking of a holiday as time off. A holiday is work. Uh-huh. For, if if I was going away with the kids, a holiday. I mean, I'm. You don't get to relax. That, that would not be yeah. a, yeah. So Alfie does think the idea is absolutely stupid. Really? But I still like the idea of giving them a holiday.
1: Yeah. Getting, so I like, they could learn to different. swim and
0: stuff. I do feel like if I don't teach them to ride a bike and learn to swim this year, I have failed mm-hmm. just because they are now getting to the age where they really should have been doing that for a few years.
1: What? Le- surely, Mog Ride forward. a
0: bike. They, they need to learn to swim and ride a bike. Yeah, but like. I think they're, they're two skills young. you have to give your children, aren't mm-hmm. they?
1: Okay. Well, we can start to do that. Yeah. We can do
0: it. Now that swimming pools are open, going to teach them to swim. Exactly. Another terrifying thing to do for your kids. Mm. Just awful. I hated swimming at school, my God. I was a county swimmer, so athlete. Sorry, athlete. Still got the shoulders. You really do, actually. Thank God I didn't get into swimming. Yesterday, as a family, we watched diving. Tom Daly was diving, we just happened to like switch over the channel. We
1: is said, he still doing it? He's
0: still doing it. Good for him. He is He's doing that. he came second. Anyway, we were watching these these swimmers' bodies, and Donnie was watching it. And I kind of <laughs>
1: was—is is this appropriate to be showing
0: diving to a six-year-old boy? But he was like, "Mummy, I want to learn to dive." No, 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 no. I no. I think no, no. Donnie will be. a... I now kind of just can see it. He's going to be a diver. That
1: would be bonkers. You, need?
0: Body type. you just need a like, just a very tiny
1: body, <laughs> tiny body. Keira Knightley, ideal she she diver. Can, can you imagine? You know the aerodynamics of that frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Silly. Talking of
0: Kira Knightley, just because um, I always I always lump in Kira Knightley with Sienna Miller. Nice the ch- the the Channel Four premiere of um, American Woman, which is a film
1: that Sienna Miller did mm-hmm. a few years ago. The weirdest casting in. History. I, I'm convinced. I'm con- convinced that Sienna Miller isn't an actress. Isn't <laughs> okay. And the two films that she's ever been in, or whatever, um, it was just like a favor, you know. Like I think that she's a professional socialite because I've she never has been seen in lots of films. No, she has. Star is born. Oh no, that's not her. A star, Stardust. She was in Stardust. Stardust.
0: She was actually pretty good. Stardust. Okay, that's us think. That's a Sienna she's Miller. She's in films. layer
1: cake. She's in Stardust.
0: She's in the one with Keira Knightley where she was playing Dylan Dylan Moran's husband. No, Dylan Thomas.
1: Was she in that? Burnt or burnt? No, 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 no. no I, she wasn't in that. No, no, no. This is all just... Mm-mm, mm. She, was. Well, I she doesn't was work as an actress. She's not an actress. Well, she, she,
0: she Alfie. She, that's how she met Jude Law. That's how she met Jude Law. So she has been in... She's been I in, think that she's like... Genuine, she's been in over 10 I think films. she has
1: shares in Heat magazine, or she did when she when it was like 10 years ago, because she would be... In it every single issue mm. like huge spreads of her walking around Notting Hill or like her meeting the babysitter or the babysitter she you didn't know. choose that she just was so fashionable but it chose like, her but it wasn't she didn't have enough of a film profile I think to warrant that amount of uh, magazine attention and she's a great example of one of those people that you know a lot about and you know exactly who she is but you can't quite place her in anything, you know? And I'm not saying that to to be rude to her, obviously it sounds kind of rude, but she's a beautiful person. I, I think
0: it's a really funny theory but you have to remember at the time um, it was Heat Magazine's peak mm-hmm. and Jude Law had just split up with the mother of his four children. Do they have four kids together? Sadie Frost and Jude Law have four kids and you know that the oldest kid, Rafferty, is now... Honestly, it's almost like a, he's identical to Jude mm-hmm, Law, mm-hmm. but That's just wise. a younger version. And he's in um, he's in films now, and yeah. So he had just he had just left Sadie, or they had broken up, Amelie or whatever. And it was a huge thing that he had started going out with this beautiful, incredibly fashionable, very cool Notting Hill brigades type mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. and also. Has there ever been a woman more primed to be famous? She's naturally thin, Yeah, it looks like. You know, she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's Mm well-connected. Has there ever been? And and also, my agent was her agent, and he told me um, that she just walked into the office and said, I want an agent, and she got an agent. Wow. Can you believe that?
1: Probably with her dog. That's some star power.
0: Probably in one of those disc belts, Mm -hmm. just sashayed into... United Agents. Oh my god, yeah, those
1: big old like metal medallion mm. belts that she always used to wear. Yeah. You had a couple of them, didn't you? Did. She was the inspiration for my fake tan phase. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the big scarves, the giant
0: scarves. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I have a lot to not thank Sienna Miller for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Heat Magazine was, it was just, it was just, she was. Fodder for them.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that uh, Jude Law had four kids. Yeah, she had before.
0: kind of like a tabloid beginning because of it looked like Jude Law had left Sadie for Sienna. Sienna, but actually it's not that. And then just think about how much shit Jude Law has had to go through. Like mm. Jude Law, no, I mean, I mean, shit has done. Mm-hmm. How much shit he has done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
1: mm-hmm. really well put together. Well, Thank then. you.
0: He cheated on Sienna mm-hmm. with the nanny. Yeah. Like and he's able to just be like, still work, still do all of this shit. He's I gone mean, bald. Yeah, yeah. And he's like a leading man. Yeah. If a woman, like, if a woman he ages yeah. even a year, yeah. she's
1: like, no. Nope, yeah, 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 yeah. You're forty. No, nope. exactly. Even the fact that I was just so dismissive about Sienna Miller, despite the fact that she's like this beautiful woman, and yet with men, they can do one thing, and you're like, oh my god, he's amazing, isn't he? Mm. So it just shows the double standard, doesn't it? Fucking hell. Yeah. Sorry, Sienna. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I'm fully sienna
0: i'm pro you had sienna. her exact hair you had her exact <laughs> when hair. Uh, when it was the hair modeling fiasco
1: no no when you had like those kind of like balayage blonde highlights yeah, yeah, yeah. and it kind of always looked a bit messy oh <sighs> uh, my goodness you're a noisy boy I today. we just spent this entire episode talking about sienna <laughs> yeah we really have we really really bloody have
0: <laughs> so do you have any um horrendous or positive photo shoot experiences
1: I don't really have any positive ones. I remember after doing um, this film, uh, Tale of Tales, when I was like 18 or 19, um, they got me to do some photo shoots and stuff like that when it was sort of coming out. And it was always for like relatively small publications, but quite like high fashion, arty ones. And I don't know, they have a certain look to them. The kind of like young actresses that they tend to use they just suit the, the clothes that they give them. You know, like it, it's, it's made by like a, a student at a fashion school and it's like I've got a giant collar and you're wearing loads of like statement jewelry and you know, they do like big crazy makeup on you and it really, really works for some people. I got there, terrible acne, wasn't like looking my best. My, I had really weirdly long hair at the time and um, I just wasn't like the typical, sorry.
0: It's fine. Bibi's talking about her photo shoots. so be quiet.
1: I am, um, and I didn't, I, I you know, I didn't have the typical, you know, body type at all. So then when they kind of stuffed me into, in fact, oh my God, yeah. For one of them, they wanted the theme of the photographs to be um, the ugly duckling or something like that. So I start off as like a little <laughs> shrub thing and then I grow and then I suddenly become like a swan at the end and the photos they are not good like they use very very harsh black and white lighting big white chiffon things coming out the makeup they use was too heavy they always use too heavy dark makeup on me it doesn't look very good at all and then they just didn't like my acne was still so visible and stuff and they because they were using such harsh fashion lighting it made it look so much worse they could have used nice soft lighting but they didn't at all anyway um they then made me do, like, an interview and, like, ask me all this stuff. And then they didn't include it in the final issue, the I think, because the photos just didn't look right. I looked ridiculous. But I remember how completely uncomfortable and invalid I felt then because I knew I looked awful in these clothes. I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, this looks fucking dumb, doesn't it? But then I thought to myself, no, 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 they're going to get me to sit all pretty. And they've put some lotion on my legs to make them shiny. And I'm going (laughs) to look like Kendall Jenner. I'm going to look like whoever, you know, at that point I thought was cool. And then they turned out and I just was so, I just don't suit that kind of really high fashion stuff at all. You have to trust your
0: instinct because if you know, if you don't feel like you look particularly good and you don't like what they've done with your eye makeup, say, you like should just, just tell gonna them. you just got to say something. Like, I now say, whenever I do anything, I'm like, I don't
1: wear black eyeliner yeah. or black
0: mascara. I just don't do
1: that. Yeah. I also remember another one of them in that same, like, kind of... Uh period of time where I was doing a couple of them I met, I met this uh, photographer at the uh, BFI South Bank Centre and we were going to do some outside photographs and I should have taken it as a slight warning sign when he said oh and I do makeup too um, <laughs> and at one of the tables in the coffee shop downstairs surrounded by lots of other people of the general public he sat down got like a torch or something and started doing my makeup and it felt really heavy on my face but he was like god wow this looks amazing Yep, yeah, this looks amazing and bear in mind he'd asked me to wear my own clothes so I was wearing like a floaty white top and a big pink skirt and then when he finally turned the mirror towards me and I couldn't respond because I was surrounded by everyone and there were people outside and it was right in the middle of the day right in the middle of everyone and he had done like a giant, unblended, brown, smoky eye. And loads of face mate. Uh, I, I just wanted to person to tears. it. It was just so embarrassing. And I didn't have anyone there to kind of, like, tell me, you don't have to wear that if you don't want to. And so then we walked up until the top of the South Bank Centre and there were all these, like, little plants and things. And it just kept me, kept getting me to do stuff like, okay, um, sit on the floor, you know, just do something with your hands. Get get a piece of hair, put it in front of your face and just blow the hair, blow the hair off your face. And all of the photos again—they're awful. They are awful. I look like someone who is making fun of what an actressy type photo shoot is. And considering how much I loved that project, how at that point I was so so fragile and vulnerable in terms of like how I viewed myself, and then the couple of years that came after that period of uh, after that like uh, working experience were really hard. And as an actress, I felt really really bad about myself. Those. Photo shoot experiences did not help at all no. because they kind of confirmed in my head you are not the right kind of person to be doing this because a more fashionable person or a more kind of like skinny person or more beautiful person would have would have looked amazing in those shoots they would have been included in the fucking magazine like, yeah, like I just don't think
0: it's worth it and sometimes. I just think it's so
1: ridiculous how that sort of stuff is so unrelated to the actual yeah. work. And it just felt like it kind of made a mockery of, like, yeah, some of the stuff I was doing. Yeah, but now people do, you know,
0: actresses who don't get work, and then they do higher publicity, and then they just do photo shoots for the sake of photo shoots. And then people think, oh, they look like they're doing well. They did a photo shoot. Exactly, exactly. It's really bad. Yeah. I'm just going to put the baby down. You.
1: Also, I've just learned to be less precious about photographs, because especially when you're taking headshot, headshots and stuff, um, it's so easy to think, oh, my God, I think I... I actually look really beautiful, and then you see them, and it's so horrifying mm-hmm. that you have the face that you have, and you just have to accept it. Yeah, well, and, I did when I was you know. editing
0: um, Sunrise the last two weeks. They, I wish I wanted to film it all basically from one shot, mm-hmm. from the straightforward one, and then when I saw the edit, and they'd done some really beautiful camera setups for you know three camera setup um, for different angles to to make it creative, mm-hmm. so so that someone who's watching it is you know can keep watching and be interested for an hour of just me talking but I watched it and my initial response was nope get rid of that side shot get rid of that that side shot because you know I've got this thing about this side of my face being you know horrific compared to this side of the face which is you know everyone says oh that you're completely symmetrical I'm not but anyway so I found myself writing the same note over and over again I was watching it you know going out of my mind late into the night when I should have been asleep just being like take that shot out take that shot out take that shot out because it's the side of my face I don't like and just realising by the end of the editing process, actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The vanity, it doesn't matter.
1: Like, you're not even a vain person, but we all have a certain degree of vanity. And especially when you're doing a public-facing profession, um, it, it, life is just so much easier if you just let that stuff go. Because... No, People view you as a multidimensional thing. They're not seeing that one angle of you that's maybe not the most flattering thinking, oh my God, she's ugly. Exactly. You know? It's exactly. just you in your head. But in the
0: same way with doing, you know, what we're on number 23 or something. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing because at the beginning of this process of doing the podcast, I think we were so critical of mm. our, our voices or the way we looked or yeah. what we were saying and that not being interesting enough or clever enough or well put together enough. And it's just so nice to have gone on this... I don't think we would have intended to do a podcast and I'm just so happy that we have because yeah. stories that we've told, you know, they don't seem like they're important stories at all, but we've had such a nice response to some of them and actually they're now on record for us yeah. as sisters and yeah. we can remember things like, you know, the the director story from last week yeah. or, you know, some of the stuff we talked about in our,
1: <laughs> <Kill> our <laughs> bonus, man.
0: bonus bitching episodes where we've kind of, you know been really open about industry things that have happened that haven't been that brilliant um it's nice to kind of give those moments weight and say oh they mattered they were things that happened to us and they were they've taught us something (laughs) yeah
1: it's very very validating as a person um, to like share stuff that to you maybe you, you say it and in your head you're like oh god that was stupid that doesn't make any sense or that's not of any validity um then to have people watch it and be like wow I really enjoyed that even if they just enjoy the rambling sort of Mm. conversations that we sometimes have it's so nice and even though we obviously are sometimes quite like specific because we're talking about industry type stuff or coming from a big family or anything like that it's really nice to know that like the human experience can be quite actually universal
0: and I think um a lot of our audience are have sisters yeah and that's just so nice to think that the way we talk to each other and you know being quite bitchy with each other sometimes and harsh with each other is kind of something that
1: is is really relatable. Yeah. Well, it's just um, it's, it's honesty, isn't it? Like it's honesty. It's just, it's radical, just radical honesty, radical honesty okay. you know? Brutal Call us honesty. Instagram
0: activists, because we are being radical, and um, we're really excited to do our live one. Oh, big! Time. We're deciding
1: our 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 bitch list. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I think it's going to be extensive. We're going to maybe cover some of our greatest hits in more detail. But we're also My name and shame, name and shame. We might do a couple name and shames, and we're definitely going to talk about how Jessie cheated on her A-levels. Um, <laughs> it's probably not as exciting a story as we think it's going to be, but it's definitely going to be a bit of fun.
0: And we won't have the baby here making snoring nows. Nows? <laughs>
1: <baby>. N- <laughs> <laughs> He's just making a bit of nows. Noise, noise.
0: Um, um, it's going to be great. So the 29th of May, mm-hmm. if you want to come and see us, there's still a vast amount of tickets available. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah um so we'll be socially
1: distanced do us a favor oh my god he's fallen over <laughs> oh my god
0: uh, you're right there.
1: rock the boat rock the boat baby that's what he was doing we're not finished now um, and
0: yes um i think what we should do for the live podcast is we should wear ridiculous outfits that's what i was thinking that's yeah. what i was thinking high fashion high, high. oh my god
1: let's let's dress like like the people in the photo shoot yeah and make us <gasps> wear. I don't know what sound that was, sorry. High fashion, high fashion shoes. I mean, because obviously, right now, you're looking at us. If you're watching us, if you're listening to us, you can just imagine how amazing we look. But if you're watching us, you're thinking, wow, these are two chic fashionable women who clearly aren't wearing clothes that they've had for maybe 10 years. (laughs) They they buy things that are on trend. He's trying to get the snappy, sorry.
0: What are you doing? (laughs)
1: If you'd had bonds the baby, that could have gone so bad. That could have gone. I just slapped Jessie's ass, um, and I liked it. And she liked it. See, she did like it. That's what we need to learn. Just <laughs> a, a bit of fun. It reminds me of this fight I had with Alfie once. <laughs> Cause we were. <laughs> <laughs> We've been joking and we were
0: having a nice time and then I leant over him because we were having a nice time. He thought it'd be funny
1: to, to slap my ass like affectionately. Yeah. Yeah. Did it not it go went down well? So wrong. Yeah. Oh god. Did he do it too hard? He did it too hard. He did it too hard. <laughs> Oh, you have got a great ass slap, to be fair, you really do.
0: But Alfie did it slightly too hard, and mm. I chose to make a big deal about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was like, "That's not okay."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when it was actually, I did quite enjoy it, but I thought that I just got to make a point here. Oh
1: god, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look at mommy here.
0: Um, I don't know if I can have that. And don't please don't comment. Like that's not okay. He, I, I, we were having it. It was like a sexual thing. Yeah, we, They have a consensual
1: sexual time, and it's great. Yeah. And the babies were asleep. Exactly. It was fine. Exactly. And me and Jessie have a consensual sisterly relationship. Yeah, you can hit me. Exactly. Yeah. Her ass is
0: mine. <laughs> um, so the 29th of May at 2pm, so it's a matinee. You know, it's what else matinee. are you going to be doing? Go on,
1: get a coffee beforehand, get a dinner after.
0: You know, and we're going to be doing, Bibi's almost finished editing special... <laughs> Sunrise... Yeah. Um, documentary. Documentary, which is actually probably better than the um, the actual show. It's not, it's not, it's So. Not. No, you can, you can watch that. But anyway, thank you for listening and watching and, 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 watching and being so and supportive. And
1: just being so supportive and amazing.
0: We do read all your comments, so, you know, we have one person...
1: Who keeps disliking the Disliking videos. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this person has almost, out for us. I'd almost, you know,
0: if, if there were 10 dislikes, I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. just one. It's just
1: this one guy. What have we done to you? Maybe it's Alfie. That would be funny. <laughs> He's getting you back for getting so angry about slapping your ass. Um thank you for watching
0: and listening. Say, bye-bye. Bye. Say bye bye. Bye yeah. bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. She's going crazy now. She's going crazy. Watch her
1: now. Watch her now. She's going.